Hello, I'm Pete Bowen, and welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life. You can subscribe to this blog and podcast at my websites, realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net. It's also available on iTunes and other podcast services. Welcome back to our third and last session talking about the wisdom paradigm. The better you know the wisdom paradigm, the more successful you can be in all aspects of your life, at work, at home, and with your family. For thousands of years, the wisdom paradigm had us on the right track developing towards goodness and happiness, until we took a wrong turn a few centuries ago into the modern paradigm. We'll talk about that wrong turn, what happened, and the modern paradigm in our next podcast. Here's a little review of the wisdom paradigm so far. The wisdom paradigm teaches us that times and culture and technology change, but human nature doesn't change. Human nature has been the same throughout history and will remain the same in the future. Our DNA is what makes us homo sapien. Our human nature is what makes us human. We all have the same purpose, the same destination in life. Happiness. Happiness comes from good relationships. If you want to be happy in life, become a good person who develops good relationships. There's an objective morality with moral facts, like it's a fact that the Holocaust and slavery are wrong. It's also a fact that if you practice virtues like honesty, justice, wisdom, and love, you'll become a good person with good relationships who achieves happiness. All human beings are social beings who thrive in relationships. We're at our best in wisdom covenant relationships where the good of the individual and the good of the team are the same. The more you put into the team, the more you grow your skills, character, teamwork, and leadership. The more the team invests in you, the better the team gets. Covenant relationships are the highest trust, highest stability, and highest performance relationships. Wisdom is knowledge plus character. The more you know about the truth and the better you combine that with character, the more wisdom you will develop in life. Wisdom is really knowledge about life itself. So, life itself is pretty straightforward. Become a good person who has good relationships and you'll be happy in life. It's that simple. Why are we so burned out in our society today? Why are we unhappy and anxious? Why have the depression and suicide rates skyrocketed, especially for young people? Because we lost our focus on good relationships and happiness, and we got distracted chasing things like money, fame, social media, status, technology, and even immortality. Anything that distracts us from the fundamental truth of good relationships is going to eventually lead to unhappiness, anxiety, depression, and other bad outcomes. With these lessons in mind, let's jump into our last blog, Learning the Basics of the Wisdom Paradigm. We'll start by talking about work. Fisher, Smith, Shoemaker, Miller, Weaver, Mason, Carpenter. What are these? In the Wisdom Paradigm and in earlier times, if your name was Smith, you were probably the blacksmith in town. If your name was Weaver, it was probably because your family wove fabric. Miller was the man who milled the grain into flour. You can probably figure out Fisher, Shoemaker, Mason, and Carpenter on your own. Smith was not a job, not something that you did just for the money. It was much more of a vocation, a calling, a fundamental part of who you were. It was fulfilling. 
Smith was a fundamental part of your identity. As the Smith, your work represented you personally. Your work was your reputation, your identity. It was who you were. As the weaver, the quality and finish of your fabric reflected you directly. Your work contained, expressed, and embodied you. Your work was you, and you were your work. In contrast today, work is a job. A job is about earning money, making a living, so you can eventually retire and do the things you find fulfilling. We don't think of work and fulfillment as going hand in hand. We're often told that we're not supposed to find our work fulfilling. Today, we divide everything into our professional work life and our personal private life. But in the wisdom paradigm, there's no such separation. The wisdom paradigm understands that everything in life is focused on becoming good and achieving happiness. Work is one of the best places to practice the virtues, become good, and develop relationships. Any work, no matter how grimy, nasty, or subordinate, is honorable, good, and dignified if it gives you the chance to practice the virtues and become good. Remember, you become what you do. You become what you practice. Better to be the lowliest worker in the nastiest job who practices honesty, justice, and love and develops good relationships than to be a billionaire CEO who practices greed and exploitation. In the wisdom paradigm, work is a fantastic opportunity to practice the virtues, become a good person, and develop the strong relationships you need for happiness. Now let's talk about rules. What are rules for? In the wisdom paradigm, rules provide us the guidance that helps us get better faster than if we had to figure out things on our own. Let's say you want to learn how to play the game of cricket. You could walk out on the field with a willow and a bale and try to figure out all on your own what's going on with the creases, wickets, bowling, and the googly. While this is an option, it's probably going to take you a long time before you have a clue what's going on in a match, and even longer before you can play cricket yourself. A much better option is to find a cricket expert, a coach, and ask him to teach you the game. The coach is going to teach you the laws of cricket and show you how to be a striker, how to play as a fielder, and how to bowl. He's going to teach you how to hold the bail, make your run-up, and use your wrist in your bowling delivery. He's going to have you practice the techniques you need to become the best cricket player you can be in the shortest amount of time. The same is true of just about any activity we want to learn. If you want to play piano, you find a good piano instructor who teaches you the rules of playing good piano. You're going to learn and practice the scales. Then you're going to play works ranging from simple eventually to complex. In basketball, the coach is going to teach you how to dribble and shoot the ball and how to play defense. He's also going to teach you other rules of thumb about the game, like not making long cross-court passes. Knowing and practicing the rules will make you a better pianist or better basketball player than if you tried to figure it out on your own. We all know that the best way to learn anything is to find an expert, a master of that activity, who can teach us the rules we need to be good at that activity. If we listen and practice those rules, we might become masters of that activity ourselves. A master of an activity is one who intuitively understands all aspects of the activity and how they fit together. A master can feel the flow of the activity and can see where things are going, how things are unfolding, long before others. Take Michael Jordan on the basketball court, or Wayne Gretzky on the ice. Jordan and Gretzky were accomplished masters of their sports. They knew where all the other players were, 
how they were playing together or not, and therefore intuitively felt the flow and the direction of the game. They knew when opportunities were opening and closing. They could feel to a split second when the ball or puck had to be passed or shot. They had great vision. They knew it was going to happen in the game before anyone else did. That gave them a huge advantage. When you're really good at your sport, or music, or art, or writing, when you've learned and demonstrated everything there is about that activity, you become a master. As a master, you get artistic license to experiment with the rules. You can experiment by playing the musical piece in different ways. You can experiment with color in new ways on the canvas. As a master, you're in the best position to teach, to coach others on that activity. In the wisdom paradigm, rules are really the wisdom of the masters expressed in a simplified way to help us become good at something as quickly as possible. Good at raising a family, good at your work, good at cricket, and with enough commitment, practice, and perseverance, good at life. In the wisdom paradigm, rules exist to help you become good. What about freedom? Freedom has several important meanings in the wisdom paradigm. First, we must have the freedom to pursue truth and goodness. Wisdom requires us being free to make and learn from mistakes. Second, freedom in the wisdom paradigm means freedom from the vices and addictions that can so easily own us. The more you practice the virtues, the less likely you are to be caught up in life-destroying addictions like drug use, alcoholism, gambling, or sex addiction. Freedom means freedom from the chains of addiction. Finally, we all possess different qualities, talents, and interests. Some people have talents and interests that make them good doctors. Others have talents to be good business people, to serve their nation in the military or public safety, or to be artists, parents, coaches, ministers, or even practice a trade. In earlier times, people were often limited by class structure, race, ethnicity, or education in the work they could pursue and the talents they could develop. A big part of achieving fulfillment in life is the opportunity, the freedom, to pursue your talents and interests. The freedom to pursue your life in terms of your talents is where fulfillment and happiness are maximized. It's the place where the greatest discoveries and insights about life occur. It's important that people have the freedom to develop their talents and pursue their interests. In the wisdom paradigm, freedom means the freedom to make mistakes freedom from addiction, and freedom to pursue your path to happiness. Most important, happiness is only possible and meaningful if it's the result of your own free choice to become good. That means you have to be free to choose goodness and happiness. It can never be forced. So that's it on the basics on the wisdom paradigm. Let's wrap up the last three blogs on the wisdom paradigm before we begin learning about the modern paradigm. No matter what time or culture, the wisdom paradigm argues that all people have the same human nature and therefore the same destination and purpose in life, and that's happiness. Happiness is all about high-quality relationships. People in good relationships are not only happier in life, they're also healthier and they live longer. Our destination, our purpose in life is happiness. Reason tells us how to get there. Reason tells us to practice virtues like honesty, justice, courage, and love to become a good person, have good relationships, and achieve happiness. 
There is an objective morality with moral facts, like it's a fact that the Holocaust was wrong. Reason tells us it's a fact that if we practice the virtues, we will become good, have good relationships, and have the best chance for happiness in life. Each of us is the lead character in the story of our own lives. Your life is the story of how you use your unique gifts and talents to build relationships, achieve goodness, and happiness. Everything we think and do in life should be focused on goodness, relationships, and happiness. And that includes work, family, church, athletics and hobbies, everything. The best relationships are covenant relationships where the good of the individual and the good of the team are the same. The more you put into the team, the more you develop wisdom, teamwork, and leadership. The more the team invests in you, the better the team gets. Covenant relationships are the highest trust, highest performance, and highest stability relationships possible. Finally, in the wisdom paradigm, we seek the truth about life by pursuing wisdom, the combination of knowledge and character. The process of developing wisdom is called formation. The more you know and live the wisdom paradigm, the better you will understand life and the better prepared you'll be for good relationships and happiness. You'll understand human nature and covenant relationships and be in the best position possible for leadership and success at work. And you'll be in the best position possible, whether it's at work or with your family, to lead others to success and happiness as well. For the last few thousand years, the fundamental concepts of the wisdom paradigm have been at the core of most of the world's great religions, philosophies, and cultures. This is certainly true of Western civilization, the Judeo-Christian religions, and most of the classical philosophy upon which Western civilization is grounded. I'm not arguing that a Western civilization ever historically contained or successfully embodied all these ideas at the same time. Far from it. Most communities in history lived aspects of the Western paradigm while also inheriting or accepting characteristics that were inconsistent with the paradigm. The wisdom paradigm has been the dominant understanding of life across cultures for thousands of years. That changes in the 16th and 17th centuries when religious wars devastate Europe. These wars force people to take a hard look at life, society, and what they believe. The result is going to be a new way of understanding life, the modern paradigm, that deeply influences Europe and Western culture well into the 20th century. This new, modern paradigm is going to change the foundation of thinking about life from purpose plus reason to just reason alone. The modern paradigm will bury our understanding of life as a unified whole and teach us to live split lives, separating our public work life from our private personal life. And the modern philosophers will move us from covenant relationships, where what's good for you and good for the team are the same, to contract relationships where what's good for you and what's good for the team are opposite. There's much more to this new modern paradigm, which will fundamentally challenge the wisdom paradigm as the best way to understand and live life. Stay tuned for the next session. I'm Pete Bowen. Thanks for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life with me, Pete Bowen. Please visit our website, realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net where you can find additional information and subscribe to this podcast. I'd really love to hear your questions about the paradigms and listen to your comments.
Finally, please share us on social media with your friends.